0: Hello folks, this is Novin Hollaback here. That's Hollaback. Everything uh, we're doing for the news is going to be shorter and it's going to be in another segment, but we have to get into the coronavirus thing. And it's gotten bad. And it's gotten really, really, really bad. If you look at the GCNS data from our guys from John Hopkins University and other centers, it just jumped. And I mean, jumped in a bad way. Mainland China is now nearing 8,000, Total confirmed cases is at 84,124. South Korea has 2,037 cases and increasing by the second. Italy has 888 cases, others at 735. Iran has 338, 388, Japan now has 228, and the Japanese government has decided that all schools in Japan are closed for the rest of the month of March, and they will make a decision on whether it will open in April. Hong Kong has 94, Singapore 93, the US has 92, 62, France is 57, Germany 48, Kuwait 45, Thailand 41, Bahrain 36, Taiwan at 34, Spain at 32, Australia 30, 23, Malaysia 23, UK 20. United Emirates 19, Vietnam 16, Canada 14, Macau 10, Switzerland 8, 7, and 7. Sweden and Iraq, Norway, six, Croatia, four, Israel, four, Oman, and Greece are four. India only has three cases. Philippines has three cases. Romania has three cases. Australia, three. Austria, three cases. Finland, three cases. Russia, two cases. Pakistan and Lebanon, two cases. And one each for Afghanistan, Nepal, Lithuania, Cambodia, Georgia, North Ireland, Nigeria, Algeria, Iceland, Belgium, San Marino, Netherlands, Denmark, Azerbaijan, North Macedonia, Brazil, Estonia, Mexico, Egypt, Azerbaijan, and Sri Lanka. Total deaths are at 2,887, 34 deaths in Iran, 21 deaths in Italy, 20 deaths in mainland China in Hainan, 13 deaths in Hainan, mainland China, 13 deaths in South Korea, seven deaths in Beijing, seven deaths in mainland China, and the other China's is a, a places in China is a six deaths, Four deaths in Japan, many more in mainland China added here. One death in the Philippines, one death in Taiwan. Many of them have recovered, many of them have recovered in their day, but they're looking for secondary infections, making sure that the secondary inventions are fine. There was a report out from Singapore saying that after two weeks, coronavirus has been completely cleared out of one system so it's very possible that once a person gets it they'll have to fight it off if they're young and they have no other illnesses and all the other things as well this is a respiratory infection many are saying they're wondering if this is a biological um um weapon of some sort that wasn't completed and might have to burn itself out before any other things uh, can be done in that particular sense. So that is pretty much where we are now. Australia has made the announcement about taking this serious. Coronavirus, Japan, China, and South Korea supply chains are under duress from second wave of disruptions. 24% 24% of the entire world economy needs those supply chains to run. China was trying to, advance to boost trade investment with the Japan and South Korea to offset the rest of the coupling for the United States. The three countries' goal has been hit hard by the coronavirus outbreak with over 150,000 cases. in South Korea is now 2,000. And 180 domestic cases is now at 288, and 700 cases on the cruise ship. But now it's uh, it's, it's more 708. The grounded flights restricted the flow between the three countries and restricted inter, inter-industrial supply chains across the region with electronics and automotive industries the hardest hit. That means the car's hard to get to. The Dow plunged on Thursday to 1,191 points, plunged down that much and it gained back to about 40 point, on, yet today, on when this recording took place on Friday. It had its worst day, and then the S&P had posted its worst day since 2011 on that Thursday. Then scientists, mainstream scientists had come around the South China Post uh, from both China and Europe. According to the South China Media Post, says that an HIV, hold on, just want to make sure I got this right. The South China Morning Post said that coronavirus is more likely than SARS to bond to human cells due to an HIV-like mutation. Research from a University shows that the virus has mutated genes similar to those down both in HIV and Ebola. Finding one might help scientists understand how the infection spreads and where it came from. So they're saying that it's connected to the HIV virus in certain ways with an HIV mutation. They found a section of mutated genes that did not exist in SARS but were similar to those found in HIV and Ebola. So they have the, the findings suggest that they may be significantly different from the SARS coronavirus in the infection pathway. So that's what they're seeing with that particular one there. Same thing with the thing there. Well, face mask protect you from coronavirus? Yes, if it's N95, N99, and N100. It has to be a chosen nose to N100 mask because it fully covers the mouth. Um, But they... It has N90 and P100 as well as N95 and N99 respirators as well. Then the Chinese blames his xenophobia and supremacist racism for coronavirus fears, according to Breitbart. Chinese state media continued their efforts this week by mitigating political damage from the coronavirus epidemic by claiming Western concerns about the threat of the virus. And complaints of China's lack of transparency are founded in his xenophobia, reminiscent of the Yellow Pearl Historia in the 19th, late 19th century. <clears throat> The travel restrictions on China and criticism of China's quarantine strategy to contain the COVID-19 has been seen as the polarization of the epidemic. China's state-run global times declared on Wednesday without demonstrating any to that anyone that themselves see the situation that way. Um, New England Journal of Medicine may have said that the coronavirus may be no worse than the flu. CPEC is... Uh, uh, hold on. Um... And then for in the Iranian, one of the Iranian soccer players died of COVID. He died in Qum, he's 23 years old. Elam Shahiki, who played on the national team, was ill last week and reportedly died in the city of Qum on Wednesday. So that may have been confirmed one death. Many others in in the government is also believed to be infected. The vice president has also believed to be infected as well with this particular pandemic. Uh, Is it becoming a disaster of epic proportions? And I wish I could have better news, but it's not looking good. I, I fear that this could get worse. Some of it is going to lead into greater disasters, especially in America. One of the news that's coming out is that they've only had test kits for 494 tes- tested and now there's going to be even more tests to come out. Um, especially, you're going to see a lot of hardest hit in California and in the West Coast and in places that already has a very large population of homeless and a lot of these other things. It is going to be an epic disaster. If this thing is not taken care of and nipped in the butt as soon as possible. We're going to see some things, folks, and it's not going to be pretty. Let's stay calm. The worst of it is coming, maybe, but we're not sure. I don't think it could get that serious, but if it gets serious enough, We'll have more updates as of two available. We're just hoping that this passes over soon, and the damage is not as serious as it is. But when it concerns China, this is a this is a triple disaster on epic proportions. Now I'll tell you about the other news that also going on in China as they try to keep a brave face through all of this, but. As of right now, from Johns Hopkins and the Lancet. These are the official numbers. Once again, 800, 800, eight hundred eight hundred eight thousand eighty-four thousand one hundred and twenty-four have been confirmed infected two thousand eight hundred and sixty seven deaths so far. So far, recovered 36,711. But others, many have passed away. More deaths in Iran and Italy than in any other place in Asia so far, outside of Hubei. More recoveries. And even though right now there are more uh, infected and it is continuing to jump higher, we could have even worse. This may not be the full number, but this is the official number now, but it could get worse before it even gets better. And the governments are closing down a lot of the day and Italy has decided for some um, uh, um, Champions League matches Especially one doing on Sunday that they will have empty stadiums on that particular day So this is a serious situation You're going to have more updates as it becomes available, but those are the numbers right now We will continue with the rest of beyond this earth right after this We'll be back with the rest of the show right after this Welcome back to Beyond Deserve. This, this is Novid Hollabag. That's Hollabag. we got a lot of news to get to. We already did the coronavirus um, updates. So if you want to hear that again, go backwards to the start of the show. We started off with the coronavirus update and two more n- uh, news concerning the coronavirus update. Rhode Island reports this first coronavirus case. A person who traveled to Italy So this is getting worse by the day. Uh, I might be doing a special on this whole coronavirus thing if it is available, just to have at least about an hour, an hour and a half, just going through this whole coronavirus issue, some play tapes and other things of that nature. We're gonna have that announcement soon. South Carolina primary has ended and joe biden for the first time in his political career has won a presidential primary it comes with south carolina and the voice of one mr claiborne the kingmaker in south carolina which means he is still alive for Super Tuesday, he won by a dramatic margin, and that dramatic margin nobody should sneeze at. He's still alive, so Buttigieg, they have won one. Sanders has won one. Bloomberg is threatened, threatened, but never got above seventeen percent. And now the 2020 primary has blown up. It is blown up. We're going to talk about Kobe Bryant near the end of the show today, but there has been a sickening development. And I will explain aspects of this sickening development as well. Before we talk about Kobe and I have a special munchies concerning that Vanessa Bryan, according to the Los Angeles Times, was devastated that allegations of deputies shared Kobe crash photos to impress females. Absolutely disgusting. Absolutely bleeping disgusting. um over in other news concerning businesses stocks 15% meltdown sets the subject for rebound coronavirus just to continue the stories on the coronavirus going from Forbes the new coronavirus will end up being the final nail on the curtain of China's nearly 30 year old as the world's leading manufacturer using China as a hub that model died this week I think Sylvan W. O'Reilly, head of ahead of Breton Woods Research, a micro-investment research firm, China's economy has beginning to hit much harder by the coronavirus outbreak than markets currently recognize. Wall Street has appeared to be the last to realize this. Last week, the S and P, and Poor's 500, fell over eight percent, the worst performing since the markets since, since the big coronavirus infected nations even Italy, which has a thousand cases now did better last week than the United States. Pretty much China on hold, China at the crossroads, China, as I have said, was going to be done in five years. The black swan has arrived. The world from this point forward, when it comes to the things that we buy and all the rest of these things have changed dramatically. And I really do mean change dramatically. Um, We take a look at that. There more is situations with all these particular things central banks are contemplating a world without cash the whole bitcoin thing again connected to this whole thing with the virus um Over here with the news. Turkey shoots down two Assad fighter jets over Ibib. And the Game Markers Conference has been canceled as tech conferences kill over over this thing with COVID-19. And as you can see, it has just continued to get worse. Um, Corona beer. This is from another interesting deal. Corona beer still struggling with confused uh, consumers amid coronavirus fears. A volcanic eruption and interesting news dealing with the earth. A volcanic eruption sparked a week-long thunderstorm, and scientists need to figure out why it did so. And then there are new research coming up saying that there is a pathway in slowing down Alzheimer's. And then more concerning that, The Atlantic in some of the news items saying you can't buy memes. Everybody now doing all these things with the whole game. Here's something dealing with the coronavirus, which I forgot to mention. Nigeria's biggest battle with coronavirus is beating misinformation. Unfortunately, bad news concerning the coronavirus. United Airlines suspends routes to Japan amid rising coronavirus fears. Um, DraftKings contestant seeks legal compensation for the scandal dealing with the Astros. I told you about this gambling thing. This gambling thing was a sham, a bleeping sham. It's sad to see this. It's really sad. And we warned you about this gambling thing. We warned you the connections to prostitution. We warned you about all these things in the last several years. It's like nobody listens until it's too damn late. And it is too damn late for a lot of people. Another playoff puzzle piece, Marquise Morris now going to the Lakers. And uh, how Major League Baseball can defend steel signing lawsuits from Daily Fantasy situations. And speaking of radio, a fascinating thing about radio is that we have a new microphone, the Yeti X, which is not like the Yeti pro, which is a lot expensive and, but the Yeti X is pretty much a technological Marvel in this day and age. Um, I'm not, well, I will do a review of it in a couple of days in a separate podcast, in a separate uh, section of the radio show, but this is an interesting day. I'm gonna read to you this. This is the contributor to Forbes, the impact on podcasting or radio shows on the music industry, a double-edged sword from Wilcott Grant of Forbes earlier this month, the podcast quote unquote Academy announced today that it's going to have a yearly award show called golden mics in 2021, the quote unquote podcast Academy is a membership driven not-for-profit organization of independent podcast, uh, radio show host and industry professionals. The announcement of the award show highlights the growth of radio shows over the past decade. With over 70,000 active radio shows on Spotify, including yours truly, Beyond This Earth, possibly 110 million people in the U.S. are listening to radio shows every week. In 2006, 22% of adult listeners said they were familiar with radio shows. Today, that figure is 70%. Spotify is investing in radio shows. The company just recently spent over $400 million on acquiring radio show content and distribution companies in 2019. According to Spotify, 16% of its users now listen to radio shows, and the number of users paying for its premium tier increased to 124 million. They announced the strategic acquisition of podcast production and distribution companies, Gimlet Media and Anchor, which helps us in the back end of the production of this radio show in 2019. It is possible that podcasts will jeopardize global streaming growth in key music markets that are in the part, process of maturing. Like, is it possible that podcasts, excuse me, will jeopardize global streaming growth in keep music markets that are in the process of maturing like the United States, United Kingdom, and the rest of Europe? In the first nine months of 2019, Universal Music Group growth in recorded music streaming revenues were over million less than the year-to-year growth in the equivalent period of 2018. In 2014, Spotify spent much as 80% of its revenue on music rights holders. Since then, this amount has been declining. In contrast, streaming platforms do not have to pay royalties to podcasters. This was highlighted by the former CFO, Barry McCarthy, who stated that the biggest percentage of podcast content, uh, radio show content in our midst, the bigger margin opportunity it to be had. On the flip side, will these radio shows become a significant enough promotion tool for for independent artists past the barriers associated with playlists? radio come on guys come on guys uh hold on i'm gonna end it right here and then we'll move on to the next segment look guys this is the blue yeti x it's a microphone it's connected to a computer it has eq things on it that make sure that the voice sounds as good as possible silencers to make sure nothing from outside interferes in with my, with the sound of my voice. It has the amp levels of a radio. It has the stand of a radio. It looks like a newfangled 1960s version, 1960s, 1970s, 1980s version of the things that you see in a late night TV especially towards the late 1980s and late 1990s. This is one of the reasons why I absolutely love the design of this thing. So you mean to tell me that you don't know this is not, this is radio. All podcasting is a radio show without the whole major bells and whistles and commercial breaks and all of it, but it's still a radio show. So I don't understand why you want to split the two things apart. That's not good. That's not a good look. It isn't a good look. But anyway, that's pretty much what happened over this week. There were many more news items of this week that we will also talk about. We have to uh look at one of those news items which was a very very dark um um a video that we saw with uh this uh drag queen story time now taking it into a much darker darker uh, place um i didn't want to show the video i don't want to talk about the video I think I when I saw it, I just stopped. Um, we're gonna talk a little bit about that uh, as part of the whole issues with the things that we saw with Kobe Bryant and a lot of the other things as well. Um, we're going to talk about aspects of the entertainment industry today and a whole lot more concerning that. And then I will end with what we truly lost with kobe bryant and what it really does mean to lose somebody like that who was really trying to change things in the way that should have been changed so we'll be right back with more beyond this earth right after this this is novet Holler back and we will continue in just a moment
1: (laughs) The, did the prosecution, like was due process served? Did he get a fair, reasonable trial? And the answer to that is no, absolutely not. Because if he did, he wouldn't be, a, you know, maybe he's guilty of sin of, of whatever else, but did the, the question, that's not the question. The question is, did the prosecution <clears throat> make their case based on evidence, based on, you know, due process, based on a, what we would consider any, you know, by any other standard, whether it's, you know, it's an interesting to me is that, you know, we could, we can talk about a, a murder case, or we can talk about, uh, you know, grand theft, any, any, uh, name any other, like, felony that we would use the same standard of justice for in this situation, and you would, you would not meet that same standard of justice, you would not meet the, the same process. He would, if it was a murder case, if it was, uh, you know, oh, he, he built people, you know, Z's embezzlement or something like that, if you used the same standard of justice that we used to convict him. Of sexual assault and rape, he would not be convicted of those of those other crimes, simply because there wasn't this media circus. There was no hashtag for you know, um, believe all embezzlers or whatever. You know, there there's nothing that that was you know building up to this. And so I, I want to say like if, I'm not trying to defend guys like Louis C.K. or uh, or or this guy. I'm mean, I'm sure these guys like that's the thing is like a lot of guys when a, a blue pill guy gets uh, a whiff of fame it's a whiff of money what is the first thing that that guy does well he allows that mindset <laughs> to sort of direct him in where you know what he's always wanted to do if you give you know a million bucks to a blue pill guy you got um, you know you look at like jeff bezos you I mean, look at elon musk he's got to have a lot of money and so what did they decide to do with that money and that fame and that and everything else they're blue pill guys <laughs> bob's, and, and yeah, exactly <laughs> bobs and veg Bob's and where they go when they have a little bit of power. when they can enable that blue pill thinking where do they go and what do they do same thing with harvey weinstein the guy had influence he had money and status everything i mean he's like he's rubbing elbows with i mean he's, he's in pictures with 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 Glenn Close and 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 uh, basically anybody and If you know McG-
2: them G- they Glenn know G- Weinstein. Yeah, Bro, did you see? Um, did you see Michelle Obama saying like I want to give a special thanks to Harvey Weinstein, who is a great human being for mm-hmm. blah blah blah. I- I'll tell you this, um, you know, I think I-, I smell foul play a little bit, and I'm pretty sure uh, Weinstein is going to get Epstein. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it's gonna happen. He's gonna kill himself. He's gonna kill himself in prison because I think, honestly, you know, there's a lot of dirt, uh, sexual dirt, going on in Hollywood, and I think Harvey had a lot. Of, he was like the Epstein of Hollywood. Like Epstein was the Epstein of like billionaires and you know millionaires and all that, but Weinstein was the Epstein of Hollywood, and I think he was a the fall guy and b. I don't know, I think he caught, he, that, that's me being a little Alex Jonesy, but I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, and I'm, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with, like, a Rollo-like prediction, and be, I think he's gonna off himself in prison, or I think he's gonna get, you know, epstein mm-hmm. Did, Did you guys
3: notice, that? um, like, the whole Walker situation? Which part? Yeah, what was that all about? Yeah, hang on a sec, let me see if I can... Yeah, on the sure. he had,
1: he, when he was going to and from the courthouse, he was on Yeah, walk. throw that up on
3: the screen, Ryan. I don't know if you guys noticed that but he's 67 years old. Now, I think this is for optics. Like oh, no. it's actually gotten to the point that his that his uh defense team probably said, "You know, we got to make you look a lot more frail and, you know, less uh um, alpha than what <laughs> the, what people are claiming you be like how could they convict a guy that's walking around or, or pushing around one of these strollers one of these walkers like both of my parents are in their 70s and neither one of them need, need one of these things so I'm not sure if he's got health conditions that are you know blown out of proportion but it's just a little bizarre that they've got to resort to the optics of something like that he's coming out of Hollywood story. right
0: well folks if you haven't been sleeping under a bus, this is the Rule Zero group, and led by Rollo Tomasi and others. Uh, they talked about this on the Saturday before of this recording, which is March first, and you're gonna hear this recording later on. They were talking about Epstein, uh, Weinstein, um, and that he is guilty of certain amount of account, uh, of sexual harassment, uh, rape in the third degree, didn't get the first degree rape charge. Um, the massive one, they could not get them on the two counts of aggressive sexual uh, predation, as it were, but he has other court cases coming soon in Los Angeles. This one was done for New York So we're not sure about that one for New York, but um, it's a interesting case to be fair. And what they're basically saying is, is that um, because of this whole Me Too thing and whatnot, they see that everybody is, um, every man is now Harvey Weinstein. And they did mention, one of the guys over there mentioned about Michelle Obama and what, and the praise that um, Michelle Obama gave um, this particular and the whole nine yards with that. It's not even that serious. It has become serious, but, and I think this whole thing showcases a lot of the problems that we have in our society today. And I don't mean to say that it's not serious, but it is serious to the point where men need to watch themselves more carefully these days, because now we're now seeing the degradation of how women saw themselves and how they have in this particular country dissipated everything that has to do with masculinity to the point where we can no longer talk as men to act like men and do what men do. We have to emote ourselves in a female standard, in a female contest, in a female way with the way laws are structured to protect those who are female. Whether people like that aspect, the latter aspect I just mentioned is immaterial. The question is what does society does for men in this particular world and how will they even get through it, especially with this issues with the coronavirus? Um, they hit a lot of stuff. It, it, a lot of stuff has been hidden. Now they're saying that a lot of stuff has been hidden because I want people to understand this. Feminization is not just talking to females and emoting like a female. It is not just that. Feminization is the weakening. And this does not mean, oh, you have the transgenderism. No, 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 no. It's nothing to do with FTM's or whatnot. Feminization is Feminizing the reality of the situation to make sure that you don't set off people who are mothers, people who are married, all these, you don't set them off to make them to go and do decisions that will cost them problems. You don't create Something of the nature of panic in your society. You don't do that. One of the reasons why we have to be very careful and very knowledgeable about what is going on with femini- with this feminizing language of saying there's nothing wrong. These things are not the way it's the things are things are going to be fine. That sort of thing. Even Trump has done it in some sort of way to s- make himself a little more confident which at the time he believed that this was the case, but now is much more serious than it actually is. One of the things that we have to learn from this whole Weinstein tobacco and the whole day is that there is something called a frame of reference or a frame of ideas. And in this frame, if the frame of ideas Are shifted, then whatever conservatism is was liberalism in the past. Who shifts the frame? Everybody has an opinion on who shifts the frame, but it doesn't matter that who shifts the frame, it matters that the frame shifts regardless. And what I think a lot of people are not recognizing, especially with this recent victory by Joe Biden in South Carolina, especially with a lot of the things in the, with African-Americans in the Democratic Party, is that while the African-Americans in the Democratic Party are Democrats, and are kingmakers in the South when it comes to the Democratic Party, whether people like it or they don't. The social and emotional way they see life is dramatically different from what somebody from K Street will think about, or somebody will think about. The civil war in the black democratic with between the younger black Democrats. And this is somewhat connected to Weinstein because Weinstein was connected to Obama, to Mrs. Obama. And Barack Obama gave a internship with Sasha to work with Weinstein. I mean, Harvey Weinstein in Weinstein pictures, Miramax as it were. And we don't know what happened in that particular time. Was he more this than the other thing? Did he not even give her a chance or whatnot? They're not saying anything. The shocking thing about this whole incident is that Michelle Obama has played fast and loose with the facts of the situation at hand and has not, and has continued to play this whole woke game concerning where females and a whole lot of it, that a lot of it is not necessarily the case and may never be the case. It's the same thing for men too. When it comes to those that have and those that don't, that's not necessarily, it's it's somewhat disappointing, but this is what humanity is. But that's what humans are. The problem with the black community, especially, is that there is a fight between those that are trying to keep the system the way it is with the health care and this, that and the other thing. And the situations concerning with um, single mothers and a whole lot of things in the black community as well. They want to keep the system the way it is because they don't know any other way out. Of the situation, and there are those that want to change the situation towards more where Bernie Sanders is: free healthcare, free health insurance, fifteen dollars an hour, with um with the basic thing with those things concerning with um um middle middle uh, minimum wage and a whole lot more concerning that. Why is this all related? It's all related to the fact that there was a time in our country that men ways, how to raise sons, how to respect in respect to how they raise daughters, how they raise females was dramatically different dramatically different from the way we see now. And given enough time and understanding about the past and how it is seen and how the past seems. One look at the way we saw life that gave a lot of men those that even were never were going to be alpha. It gave a lot of men the opportunities to raise children, to have a family, that sort of thing. The reason why it wasn't so much female-centric was not to deny men um, opportunities or deny men these types of other things, access to other women and whatnot. It was to protect women, unfortunately, from themselves. If we want to look back and the research unfortunately is leading in towards that direction, whether a lot of women like it or they don't. And by making a lot of the laws concerning a female sector because a lot of it dealing with um, childcare, child raising and all the rest of these things. You then put out a certain amount of, 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 of a reasonable doubt, a logical reach in order to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt to that person, that man has to be outstanding or he isn't going to fail no matter how much he tries. And what basically has happened is that if you no longer bring the providing and you no longer wish to give everybody a chance, you don't wanna give women their uh, opportunities on the back end as side pieces and the whole uh, mess that is going on in our society, you're going to get destroyed, especially if you're a man of well-meaning means they want to do things for the rest of the world. What they also said, as we saw in uh, a rule zero, is how the young people are beginning to see these particular things and are beginning to see how women are being seen. And we're also seeing what is happening concerning with Chatterbait and that 3D model that has recently come out in a whole, concerning with why everybody's mad, we can't compete with a computer, that sort of thing. It's all connected to what's going on with this particular trial. Does Harvey Weinstein deserve his punishment? Of course he does. He deserves punishment because we have heard rumors about Weinstein and it's much worse than people first recognize. We have heard her rumors about Alison Mac, and it's much worse than one realized. You have a problem with prostitution. The buying and selling. No, 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 it's not just buying and selling. It is the buying, selling, and negotiating on another person's body or another person's effort, that if we really want to go back and really want to truly understand the sins of this country, the one of the great sins of this country, it is all based on prostitution. And that's one of the major fundamental problems of the of the argument I have with today. A lot of the things about the red pill, I, I, I not, about rule zero, red pill, Roll Tomasi's work, um, Rich Cooper's work, um, uh, Brian Stone's work, I somewhat agree with. There are a lot of things that men need to do outside of looking for women. They need to do. We have a lot of stuff that needs to be fixed. We have a lot of shit that needs to be taken care of. It's it's not. This, that, and the other thing. It has to be taken care of. In my own opinion, and in a lot of Holtep's opinion, I'm not a Holtep in any sense around this nation. I'm a conservative, first and foremost. Well, consider myself more of a traditionalist in the sense that I believe in strong families. I believe that all men deserve to have, they should have the, Privilege and the opportunity to raise families and all these other things without destroying what makes them themselves But one of the problems I began to see and one of the things I also say with this is that And especially with african-american men Which a lot of us agree with we just disagree on the ways. We're doing this Donovan sharp to Zoe Williams to um uh um to uh Corey Holcomb and a lot of these other people and a lot of these other men are talking about how men see each other and whatnot and how they handle these particular things. The way we have treated African American men for decades, and when the Supreme Court finally put their foot down and said a man's home is his castle from that point forward you knew we were going to civil war because you had a whole society based on prostitution and why did i say it's based on prostitution is because you need to have in order to continue slavery prostitution has to exist prostitution is the control of a man's time in order to please his biological desires and some men and a lot of men, biological desires are so powerful that the use of prostitution helps them to create a web of connections a web of criminality, a web of being and doing a web of connections, a way of being and doing and seeing the world that produces not only introduces negotiation not only of the female body, but negotiations on, and women using these negotiations to get her way and her attention so that in the household, especially in a lot of African American households, the women, because of the way we dilute and, deceive ourselves in order to do what we are, what is considered in the black community and a lot of African communities, both here and in Africa and in all of other places in the African diaspora doing the right thing. We give a lot of our power, especially as a lot of black men do, a lot of black men all over the African diaspora do. We give a lot of our power away to these women. We deify them beyond anything that should be deified. We go even to these churches and we go and give them statues and statuettes and say you are part of the Marian experience and a whole lot of these things that We should overlook their betrayals of the reality of the situation at hand that the men that they have dealt with in the past and had children with, that these men refuse to come home to take care of the day, there's a reason why they won't They say that the man is bad, but they won't even talk to the man and tell him what the fuck is going on. Well, he won't even tell him his side of the story on why then he refuses to come back home to take care of his and to be with this particular woman who always keeps going back to that same person. A lot of our, and, and convinced those who had power in their particular countries, that as long as you can control these young men, as long as you can control these women and give them the wherewithal and the ideas of how to make sure they are desirable for money to come back and funnel back into their criminal activities, then you can control the household by way of chore play and all the other things and the micromanagement of the money sources and all the rest of these things and whatnot that will destroy the family, make the father weaker to the eyes of not only of his son, but most importantly, the daughter and make the woman more powerful, even though the woman may be only looking for attention and may have not have the emotional maturity, which a lot of women can gain that emotional maturity in order to raise the family in the correct way and let the father lead the family the way he's supposed to be seen and not only in the African community in the United States, but the whole African diaspora, all the rest of the world when those people want to have families. And because they have done this and a lot of these liberals see this, they use that same type of tactic, especially with desire and negotiation of desire in every single aspect of their own communities and their own communities, especially in white communities and in Latino communities. And they do it in certain different ways. So the fight in this Democratic party with Bernie Sanders and all the rest of these things, and unfortunately for Bernie Sanders, even though he has stated, the, even though he has been consistent in the way that he sees life and he sees the way the world is, is that all socialism is, the way his brand of socialism is, is the brand of socialism that needs prostitution in order for it to continue and thrive in all different terms. The thing they said about the, The Soviet Union back in the 1970s when they started doing these divorce things is right out of the playbook of the same thing they started to do in the United States starting in the 1970s with a no-fault divorce. The same exact thing happened and it became a disaster for the Soviet Union in certain ways and in some cases, one part and one aspect of the reasons why all of these soviet satellites they started to break up was some of these particular laws and the reason why hungary and poland and all the rest of these things is because of those events that took place in the soviet union in the 1970s harvey weinstein whether you like him or you don't and you should hate him and you should hate him and you should despise him, truly despise him, whether you like it or you don't. Harvey Weinstein is a canary in the coal mine in a way the American elites now mostly run by females in all stages of government, entertainment, society, social welfare, social uplift up until how your male child and female child are raised. How they see men, all men, especially those of different races in the way they see them. A lot of women have been hurt, that's true. A lot of women have been defeated and destroyed by this plan. It is absolutely true. It's absolutely true. A lot of women are, remi- are remembering things from the past that's starting to come back and it's hurting them and it's not allowing them to become successful in this particular world with the people they, want, they desire to be with. Also true, but men go through the exact same thing. It's as well, we're human beings, but we have different ways of seeing life and different as Rollo Tomasi says, firm well concerning this particular situation, concerning these particular situations. So one of the things that our uh, observation, I am beginning to, beginning to sense and beginning to realize is that a lot of this generations, male and females, especially when it comes to the way they see the world and the way you see particular things and whatnot and the way they're now attacking these particular days. I'll mention some of the things that I saw earlier in the net segment, the way they're beginning to see these particular things, especially with Weinstein, especially the, is that there is a now becoming very deeply and healthy mistrust of the other side, of the other sex. On both ends. I think in some ways this type of thing is healthy. Now Pat, now you said, why are you saying this thing is healthy? that we shouldn't be, that we're all not gonna be doing this. We're not gonna have women as friends, this, that, and the other thing. Do you know why I say it's healthy? I'm gonna tell you why. The way our society is conducted now, there is no goddamn reason There should be more women friends than male friends that you have right now in this society. The way this society is constructed, if you have more female friends than you have male friends, you are basically that female's bitch. You're basically another one of her friends who is female. That doesn't mean that she don't know you're male. That doesn't mean that they they have, look, society has, society and the media unfortunately has told women that they could do anything that they want. They don't need a man. You don't need respect from a man unless the man looks like um, Jungkook from BTS or some other dude from some other place. Or one of the other guys from no uh, 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 From all these other boy brands That's what that's the the difference between back then and now Back then and now There was a separation They weren't actively saying men suck They weren't actually saying boys suck There was a humongous activity in saying there's girls' toys and there's boys' toys. Masculinity in the boys' toys were masculine, strong, die-cast, the whole nine yards and all the rest of these things. Politically correct things started to come into the fore. Then they started to go back a little bit. Whole death of Superman, whole nine yards. Then we had the ECW era. Then we have all these other particular things. Fine. But now We have a lostness and aliciousness as we as they have feminized the game again. You have justice. It's a clothing line called Justice. They talks about going prom and a whole nine yards. You know what I'd say. There has to be a healthy separation. And one of the things why I say there has to be a healthy separation is because a lot of men today are raised with the mindset of we got to have these children now. We got to have children now because I want a better version of myself when the better version of themselves can already be built if they just change aspects of the way they live their lives. I think one of the reasons why we continue to chase this while our men continue to chase pussy is because they're running away from themselves. Michael Desarian said something of that nature a couple of years ago that that a lot of women, a lot of men and women are smiling depressives, that they keep chasing pussy, they keep chasing dick because they're chasing them, they're running away from themselves. And a lot of themselves is not good. But if they were healthy enough, this is what milk towels should be. It's not what it is now, men go in their own way. That's not what it should be. Been going our own way, me mode, all of these things is going through the underworld cycle. And part of the reason why I'm uh, Tomasi and all the rest of them is all there is because they're talking about one aspect of the underworld cycle. But Tazarian is talking about an even deeper version of the underworld cycle. Underworld cycle, excuse me. That we have to go through all the dark things in our lives and exorcate why we are this way. And ultimately, a lot of it, both Tomasi and Tessarian are saying it in completely different terms, but they're hitting the same points that our mothers were overbearing, helicopter parenting. Goes Back to why society broke down So I leave you with this thought Wouldn't it have been better Especially now as A lot of us get older would it have been better to have 10 good male friends Than one wife that's nagging and controlling i just want y'all to think about that with 10 friends they have at least 10 other friends and they haven't and they have 10 others at least one of them took the risk in going into society and making something of himself wouldn't they have come together say in a barbershop or something said this guy need a job. Said okay, give me a chance. Let's interview him. You know him enough. The whole thing about meritocracy was that the rich was going to do the same things that Carnegie and Vanderbilt and other people were doing back in the day when they were building, um, libraries and the rest of it was to give back to the people. But meritocracy didn't work the way you thought it was going to work. So now it's about who you know and who you don't know. In groups and out groups. Wouldn't it have been better for a lot of these men trying to get through life knowing that the state leans towards females because they have children. Whether they like, they people like it or not, it is true. The state will always see the female as the one that has to be believed before Me Too and after Me Too. During Me Too and after Me Too, the state when it comes to divorce will give women the right of way except on the extremely rare cases. I know a friend of mine who lost their children to the father, which was rare, especially in the state that I live in. Wouldn't it have been better to have 10 friends who knew a few more, who each of them knew a few more and their connections helped you get where you needed to go in life. Why didn't Obama and others of that nature developed systems and ways of statecraft that allowed these particular entities, such as the thing that um, Zoe Williams was talking about with this particular group over in L.A.? That talks about cigars and all that. Why didn't he allow to have businesses, to have these men to come in, smoke cigars, talk business, and make more business? He could have done that instead of going through this rigmarole of trying to save the banks that shouldn't have been saved because they were ultimately continuing the concept of in prostitution and a whole lot of it, as we saw with Epstein and we saw with Weinstein. Think about that as we go beyond this earth. We will continue right after this with more Beyond This Earth. Welcome back to Beyond This Earth. I just wanna make one small comment concerning a video i saw and things that need to be said um and it's related to animation in certain ways but um you know sometimes you have to wonder if your country has your best interests at heart I want to explain something. Australia went through some of the worst ecological disasters back in 2019, late 2019 with these brush fires. The government was hampered severely very, very severely. So what does this mean when a parliamentarian from Australia wants to declare a whole war on Japanese anime for corrupting the youth? Does anybody get where this is coming from, especially at a time where not only the country's gone through the brush fires, but coronavirus situations is going on. More important things are worrying over in Australia, especially what's going on in Australia concerning the way They treat men now, they're saying that if you lied about certain things and whatnot, you could be on the hook for any possible legal repercussions. My goodness, I can't believe what I'm seeing and what I am hearing, but It is not surprising to me that where we are in this society right now. I'm not surprised, I'm not even shocked. But there are things they don't want to show you on the television these days. And maybe they show it to you in the Southern States. Maybe they show it to you as some sort of ding on Inside Edition. It should be on Inside Edition because these days it's usually Inside Edition that breaks these stories. It's not the CBS Evening News from Washington, D.C. with Norah O'Donnell and CBS This Morning over with Gail King after the apology tour from Snoop Dogg and the tactical turtleneck. That's what we're going to call it these days. The tactical turtleneck bring out the tactical turtleneck. Talk to these females, these black females over here. One of them has shown her daughter porn since she was nine years old as a teaching device. Yeah, but you're going to go blame Japan for everything again. Although China, unfortunately, and South Korea, doubly unfortunately, may have caused more damage, especially with the coronavirus, than Japan has ever done. But let's go after Japan's animation industry. We know the reasons why. But then I saw something, and it blew my mind. And it blew my mind, especially now, especially with all these things that are happening around the world, especially what happened with Kobe Bryant, especially what happened with Weinstein and a whole lot of it. It was another segment of why Paris Jansen was right about the LGBT community needing to crack down on this bullshit that we see right now If you didn't watch the video i'm not going to repeat it on this show because it's not worthy it's not even you shouldn't even enter an adult's mind so let's just say to keep the characters in the sense of understanding what I am talking about, events happening in a library with adults, a child sitting down, that's all I'm going to say. Does anybody If you have seen the video, why are you not angry? Why haven't you gone to that library and protested and protested and protested until this thing shuts down? And if any one of them says otherwise, look, I know there are men out there, I start pushing. If it was me and I saw it done, I'm going to start pushing. I'm going to start pushing and the beating and the shooting and it. The... I started. It won't end there, but I'll start it. Because this is a whole man's child. Does anybody know how difficult it is for a women, woman in this stage of? our society with all the distractions a woman is given with all the tools a woman can do to go up in the world and, and with with concerns to how she finds a of a, a mate and all the rest of these things and whatnot do you does people not we just talked about it earlier in the in the other segment can anybody believe how hard it really 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 is? for some body to have a child and that child is shown this. Shown this. Then we had this issue with OnlyFans and JustFans and a whole lot of these things, they got hacked. Some of it got hacked. And it was basically BBW and what the hell, what have have you. And I have warned people about OnlyFans and JustFans for many, many, many years. All of this is going down and, and people don't get it. They don't understand it. It's sad. It really, really is. To see this thing and to see what they were doing. Why wasn't he just taken out back and like, you know, look, we we don't condone violence. Nobody condones violence. But there has to be a perception, a sort of understanding of us as men, that you don't do this to no child. Don't care who it is. Don't care which the person is. The only time when a woman gets touched is when she steps to some man, some boy, In the way that this particular thing happened to this particular girl. That's the only time you push that one away. You don't do it for any other reason, but you push that one away. Especially when that dude is too young to understand, you push that. Nah, you got to take that move. Because some things got to be stopped. Another thing is inappropriate behavior. Janet, I mean, Paris Jansen was talking about. The inappropriate behavior and the inappropriate way of doing that such a thing in that such a place, in that such a venue. When is, when are you men going to start stepping up and saying, I ain't going to have this? This is the ultimate type of, What Ronald Tamansey was talking about, about shit testing. The ultimate form. The sickness that I saw. I really do have to spit this out because really, folks, it was that sick. I don't apologize for that, but I... It's sickening. When are you folks gonna step up and realize that this is a shit test of this society, this feminine, this gynocentric society, and say no more? This is not the way we handle business. This is not the way we handle how adults do with children, especially in a setting, in a reading setting, where we are supposed to teach them how to read, especially in the library, to teach them about the library and the whole things of right to teach them about the things in a responsible way manner about life about these things in an age-appropriate and respectable manner but no not our society not anymore go blame japan for everything that's gone wrong go blame japan for everything that gone bonkers go blame japan for that blame japan but don't blame certain elements of the lgbt community because we want to be inclusive that's not inclusivity that i saw in that video that was something if our cops were cops and i know many of them are cops but if a cop saw that if i show that to a cop first he arrests me no this is a video i'm just saying Dave first he arrests me because that's wrong he knows it first he arrests me because i showed that video to him what would you have done? Do you know what that person said? I will. If a cop is a cop, you know what the cop will do? The cop will say, "I'm gonna arrest these motherfuckers. I'm putting them in jail. They never coming out. They stuck in the jail, deep, deep, deep in the jail." That's why I said the cops aren't the problem. Always, they're not always the problem. It is the situations that there that, that are, that leftist governments have put these investigators, first and foremost, in the situations that they're in. They're investigators. That's what a cop is. They're investigators first. Keepers of the peace, next. They're not sociologists, they're not, um, They're they're not counselors, but they're now doing everything that church used to do, that other particular communities used to do, that other particular groups used to do. But if a cop saw that particular video, he said it is what it is. And then he will arrest the people that did that and close the library. And tell the ding, But we don't have a society that does that. If I showed this to the mayor of the town. Would he accept it? Would you close the ding down? If I showed this to the governor. Of that particular state that had done this. Would he have accepted this? Sometimes you dumbasses don't get it. You dumb asses don't get it. That you in a war and you're losing. You in a war, you sometimes a lot of you people in the LGBT community don't realize that you're being played by these same fucking liberals. You don't understand it. When you start understanding it, you stop that nonsense. Remember back in the past, when it came to the issue of the HIV epidemic. And this gay man was saying, y'all, Nick, y'all motherfuckers got to stop. Y'all motherfuckers got to stop. He told the whole community in New York, y'all motherfuckers got to stop. My friends and dying. Where is that person today? To tell them, y'all got to stop, they're going to kill us. If we continue to do this, let it be in the African-American community where Claiborne basically told them it's Biden or no other motherfucker. Let them try it in South Carolina. Let them try it. They wish they would. Let them try. Let them try. They wish they would You folks are in bigger trouble than y'all realize and you don't know what and you playing yourselves thinking that now that you can get married and all the rest of these things, now you're trying to push certain certain people or try, certain parts of the LGBT community are trying to push things that after day, now you have certain amount of respect. Can't you now figure out, some of you have, but can't some, a lot of you figure out that now that you have the day? Can't you now calm down and realize that you can now live your lives the way you want to? It's not even that now. I don't think the whole marriage thing solved the issues of the LGBT community. I think there are much deeper problems. I think there are much deeper problems. People don't want to go into it Because if they go into it, you will see that a lot of it is connected to prostitution We go back to the same prostitution day, which is basically the concept of slave trade and slavery holding a person for monetary gain In order to placate, workload, or all other things of that nature in terms that one one's person's one control over the other. That's the problem. We can't do the things and talk about the things in this culture that we can talk about, and that's the unfortunate reality of the situation at hand. This should not happen in the society that respects men and respects men's ways and respects men's ideals and respects men's uh, um, ways and hobbies and all the rest of these things. Because in that particular case, that child would have never ascended. That child should have seen men doing great work, building things, making things, producing things. playing with other toys, understanding the day and understanding, asking questions, why he's doing this? Why is he doing that? Why the bus going this way? Where are we headed? That sort of thing. The questions that a child should ask, not this particular nonsense that belongs in the place of adults. It is a sad indictment of our society that we continue to blame people who are, are suffering and doubly suffering over things that Other people have caused because of the way they draw things, but never go after the actual things that are happening right now in front of their own children because of inclusiveness. That's not inclusiveness, that's criminality and the criminality coming from prostitution which is the continuation of slavery, not only in this country, but the rest of the world. It is basic, understandable truth. You can't negotiate desire. Is That's the basic, honest truth. Make it gospel in everyone's lives. That is the gospel. You cannot negotiate desire. And the reason why, and the day we started to negotiate desire, prostitution came into the world, which brings about the acts. And the ways prostitution is built, and we're now showing it to those that are innocent and shouldn't be even knowing about these particular things. And a little bit has to be involved, the problems with the kids industry as well, especially with all of these particular programmings outside of the pre-school um, work, such as Paul Patrol and the rest of them that don't produce any, talented work outside of the things they want to do in netflix and whatnot we'll be right back we're going to talk about the kobe funeral and my final thoughts on the things that we witnessed in that funeral and what kobe would have meant to america and the rest of the world right after this on beyond this earth
3: but it is also a celebration of life, of their lives.
4: Friends, family, and fans of Kobe Bryant gathered at the Staples Center in Los Angeles on Monday to celebrate the life of the basketball legend and his 13-year-old daughter Gianna, who died in a helicopter crash in January.
3: Well, you you picked the wrong person to guide you through. I'm going to tell you that right now.
4: Kobe's friend and M.C. for the ceremony, Jimmy Kimmel, choked up as he delivered his opening
3: remarks. I don't think any of us could have imagined this.
4: The late-night talk show host touched on the impact Kobe's life and death has had
3: worldwide. Everywhere you go, you see his face, his number. Gigi's face, Gigi's number, in Kobe's hometown, Philadelphia, in Italy, in India, Philippines, China, New York, Phoenix, Boston, for God's sake. In places where he would be booed on the court, Kobe is missed.
4: Attendees received these t shirts as well as a program with sweet photos of the daddy daughter duo. Even the tickets honored the two and included Psalm 23 on the back. The crowd erupted in the first of several impromptu chants for Kobe. Kobe, 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 Kobe. And Vanessa Bryant received a standing ovation as she took the stage, which was surrounded by 35,000 red roses. wry eye in the house as the 37-year-old talked about her baby
5: girl. Kobe always said she was me. She had my fire, my personality and sarcasm. She was tender and loving on the inside. She had the best laugh. It was infectious.
4: It was pure and genuine. And she reflected on the mother-daughter moments she won't get to share with Gigi.
5: I won't be able to tell her how gorgeous she looks on her wedding day. I'll never get to see my baby girl walk down the aisle. Have a father-daughter dance with her daddy. Dance on the dance floor with me or have babies of her own.
4: Then, Vanessa spoke about Kobe, who she lovingly called her
5: soulmate. We really had an amazing love story. We loved each other with our whole beings, two perfectly imperfect people making a beautiful family and raising our sweet and amazing girls. She recalled how
4: romantic Kobe was, revealing one particularly thoughtful gift he once gave her.
5: He gave to me the actual notebook and the blue dress Rachel McAdams wore in the notebook movie. When I asked him why he chose the blue dress, he said it was because it's the scene when Allie comes back to Noah. We had hoped to grow old together like the movie.
4: But it was this moment that had everyone reaching for the tissues.
5: God knew they couldn't be on this earth without each other. He had to bring them home to heaven together. May you both rest in peace have fun in heaven until we meet again one day. love you both and miss you forever and always. Mommy. Michael Jordan helped
4: Vanessa off the stage as WNBA star Diana Taurasi took the mic, fighting back tears as she remembered her time with Gigi.
3: I always remember
1: the look on Gigi's face.
0: It was a look of excitement, a look of belonging, a look of fierce determination.
4: College basketball star Sabrina Unescu admitted she still texts Kobe even after his passing.
5: And all I wanted was a sign that in some way he still heard me too. I looked off into the sky, and there it was, a beautiful golden sunset, the boldest yellow, Lakers yellow, and further in the distance, a helicopter there was my sign that he will forever be with me.
4: University of Connecticut women's basketball coach, Gino Oriyama opened up about his own experience with Kobe and Gigi and revealed how Kobe loved stepping back and letting Gigi have her moment in the spotlight.
3: This is what her, her time to shine. This was her time to experience all the things that he's experienced his whole life. He was being dad, he wasn't being Kobe Bryant.
4: Lakers general manager Rob Polinka opened up about Kobe, the best friend, the dad, and the husband.
6: Kobe was literally the best friend anyone could ask for. He always championed and passionately celebrated the accomplishments of others and downplayed his own.
4: Rob revealed Kobe was texting him just moments before his helicopter crashed, asking him to help a friend's daughter secure an internship at a sports agency.
6: Kobe's last human act was heroic. He wanted to use his platform to bless and shape a young girl's future. Kobe lived to make other people's lives better all the way up until his final text
4: and Rob, who was also Gigi's godfather, had this to say about the 13 year old.
6: Gigi was love and grace and like her dad, her life was about blessing, blessing others. Simply put, Gigi was Kobe's pride and joy on the basketball court, you could see it with every move she made.
4: Beyoncé was seen comforting Vanessa as she wiped away tears during his speech. Just before Rob revealed Kobe learned to play Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata on the piano for his wife of 20 years.
6: Kobe had mastered one of the greatest piano movements ever written as a symbol of one of the most beautiful loves the world has ever seen.
4: That's when Alicia Keys sat behind a purple piano and played that same song for the massive crowd. Then there was Michael Jordan.
0: Kobe was my dear friend. He was like a little brother. Everyone always wanted to talk about the comparisons between he and I. I just wanted to talk about Kobe.
4: The former NBA star was emotional from the jump.
0: As I got to know him, I wanted to be the best big brother I could be.
4: And he lightened the mood by poking a little fun at his own tears.
0: Now he's got me, I'll have to look at another crying meme for the (laughs) next told my wife I wasn't going to do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years. That is what Kobe Bryant does to me. He knows how to get to you in a way that affects you personally.
4: Shaq also took the podium and addressed his famously complicated relationship with his former Lakers teammate.
0: Make no mistake, when the folks start we were on bad terms, when the cameras are turned off, he and I would throw a wink at each other and say, let's go whoop some ass. You never took it seriously. In truth, Kobe and I always maintain a deep respect and a love for one another.
4: And Kobe's Oscar-winning animated film, Dear Basketball, played for the audience before Jimmy delivered a tear-filled farewell.
3: Well, there you have it. Uh, Thank you, Vanessa. We love you. We love your kids. Thank you for coming. And Don't forget, work hard and hug the people you love. Good afternoon,
4: everyone. And the crowd joined in for one final chant for Kobe.
0: The saddest thing in the celebration of life that took place a few days ago where people could finally give respects to Kobe and Gianna Bryant, with something that admitted me these Cartoon Brew posted some days ago. Kobe was going to try his hand, saving American animation from disnification and Cal Arts chif- tomfoolery. And as I saw the tears fall down, from all the people that were around Kobe. I realized that animation, let alone America, I lost the standard better for a man who overcame personal self-inflicted ones, mind you. Self-inflicted ones, mind you, based on trauma of losing a child issues and how deeply sick and twisted a lot of people are who cannot get over themselves and their horrible biases and realize that they're not as talented as they say they are, that yes, Kobe, somebody from the sports world can give a damn about animation did the same way Michael Jordan did. What hurts me personally, and I don't say this much, and yeah, people follow and read my from all over this web and so on, all over Twitter is how Vanessa came from a time and an age when Kobe and others near the same age as me knew that there were women like Vanessa who turned out to be good. Vanessa Bryant is a rarity, even at this age. Too many females of the millennial generation, especially in the inner cities, gave up. Too many of them gave in. Too many of them became weaker, but maybe too many men just played a LARP game, a real life RPG game for those women who never deserved it. To see Vanessa is to see all the women who lost great men to tragedy in the past. It also hurts because I also realized that the well-laid plans for Gianna and the WNBA, good, bad, and indifferent are going to be hindered. And what Kobe's mentality would have meant for this wretched animation industry in the States to get away from the Cal arts model into a model that presents to the best of this country, the best directors, backgrounds, foley's, the whole nine yards to bring back greatness to the animation business is no more in the offering. And what is left is just utter emptiness. That's not something to any of these three cases. I, or anybody who choose to be with and raise children with me, would ever live under or ever deal with. For several years, I saw the quality of life of this nation of my birth falter. The Mamba mentality lost the forms of sociatic suppolism from the defense of ugly forms of design to the use of pain of loss, honest loss loss that I have gone through and will always continue to suffer to promote things that will not work in a quixotic attempt to prove one is doing the right thing when he and many others are the living embodiment of the American dream and the right one that does the right things. I can't see such accomplishment not rewarded. I can't keep losing arguments that those, even in emotional states of believing that the other says could understand, fall by the wayside. I can't stay here and see my future son made into a simp and my future daughter or daughters be made into whores. I don't want my future daughter to become another misfit black girl. I want my daughter to become Naomi Osaka. How can that be possible when all I see around me is not Vanessa Bryant, but a bimbo's fighting but bimbo's fighting wars over petty madness and cake pop shenanigans. Kobe was named after a city, and maybe just maybe that city, that town, that place, might be the only way I personally stop being and acting in a slavish morality and moral code, and finally put the tears of losing great men away, and finally become great myself. So to end this, rest in peace to Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and the seven others that lost their lives in the crash. I send condolences to his family at this time. And may God have mercy on this nation. It's lost children who will never truly understand what the mama mentality truly means. And to every father living in this nation, raising sons and daughters, the best way they know how for the mighty eye of providence to guide them and protect them from the grand wickedness of this world and its unfortunate tragedies, disasters, and malfeasance. And that this nation provided by luck, reality, truth, revelation, none of these, all of these, or some of these, will one day find a realization on who it truly is. Because for this man of God, he can no longer stay and see it all fall to the lies of those who never understood freedom. This is Lent, started on a Wednesday on the 28th. The tickets of the Kobe Bryant celebration of life had a psalm from the story of David, Psalm 23. It is, if you had gone there, or have seen copies of it, see the picture of both Gianna and Kobe Bryant. In it, it said this, everybody knows it. We have all read it in Sunday School. Most of us did, some of it have forgotten it. Some of it has used it in their own way to hurt others, hurt men, hurt women, hurt the world in all terms and in all ways. but I have to end this segment the way I know only to end this segment. Just to showcase the problems mentioned in the essay that I just spoke. And maybe There is an understanding that there are a lot of things lost with Kobe's death. And maybe there is hope that some aspects of life can be truly understood through this tragedy. A Psalm of David. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside great waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the true path for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table for for me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Man, it's interesting that we end this segment with a bit of breaking news. <laughs> a, a little bit of breaking news, some shocking news coming from the election. Pete Buttigieg has just suspended his campaign. As I was doing this recording, the news started to appear. Sits dirty in the night and it turns out that Pete Buttigieg is going to do a speech. They might break in and we'll have more information about this next week. Deputy Buttigieg has just left the campaign after, quote-unquote, winning Iowa and getting second place in New Hampshire, didn't do well in the next state of Nevada, and totally fell out of favor in South Carolina. What a turn of events these last several weeks has been in the election, and Super Tuesday, is on a tuesday and it's going to be a wild ride so get ready for that wild wild ride to continue um we're gonna do a special very soon about the coronavirus it's gonna be at least about 90 minutes i'm not gonna be fully talking there's gonna be about a couple of segments each so we're just gonna go through the whole thing what we know so far what we don't know, what should be known. Uh, Is this worse than is possible? There can be, there may be some things concerning the conspiracies and whatnot as well. However, I don't wanna talk too much about that side, but just all the information we can get on this particular coronavirus, um, all the other particulars as well, we're gonna do that special within the next couple of days. So it will either be a Thursday one, then we'll upload it on either Saturday or Sunday, along with this other episode. And we'll do an, uh, an update on it that will lead on this particular radio, on this particular show, on this particular program, this broadcast that will lead you to that particular episode. Uh, episode about the coronavirus and what we, what it has learned so far. Um, I wanted to leave on a more interesting note concerning technology as it were, as I tried to do throughout these particular couple of days. Um, this was a interesting thing that happened a couple of days ago. We just found a new state of matter. Well, they were talking about it earlier, but they have documented a new electronic layer of matter to be found between two nano layers. The electrons pull in a regular arrangement on electron holes based on the sandwiching layers. This, prov- this previously to believe impossible in room temperature. The it's just called an electric form of matter. It is called a configuration where electrons form a uniform lat- uh, a loop uniform lattice lattice because it's a purely electronic lattice. So the researchers layered these two sheets together and observed what we thought was a third layer between them. They re ran the experiment to make sure the sentences wasn't introducing an error. The phenomenon made a surprising rearrangement of the electrons for both layers. The electrons were lined up and staying in regularly repeating st- stationary lattice. By serving with particle microscopes, the research team could watch the resulting scatter of the light and use it to reverse engineer the lattice pattern. These lattice pattern electrons are the puddles called described In a statement, they created the new third layer by stacking two combs together, two discrete patterns that mingle to make a third pattern that would not exist without those two component parts. It is similar how your window screens can layer to make a third design from certain angles or why certain colors appear to bleed or vibrate on older TVs. So we found a new state of matter in an electron in an electric lattice, just by accident. Just by pure accident, this thing appeared out of nowhere. Well. It looks like we're gonna have super batteries pretty damn soon. We're gonna have brand new types of secondary technologies, new types of armor, new types of spacesuits that will be skinnier. You know, the ones they had in Star Trek where, you know, it wasn't so bulky. This may be the start of it. You never know, you never know. So folks, Thank you for listening to this episode of Beyond This Earth. We are using a brand new Yeti X microphone. Um, you can finally hear most of my voice. I had to change some of the intonations because there was a lot of mistakes that I made in the old microphone. But now I had to change a lot of the intonations because the way this microphone picks up my voice. So now I'm a little bit serious about this thing. Uh, because I use it more than I play the games these days. It was a choice between 200 and, and, you know, I've been going through a lot of things, but now you see the difference in what has changed. So, hope you enjoyed this show. You're going to hear more from this particular radio show soon. Remember that we're going to have a special on the coronavirus in the next couple of days. Next week, we'll have an all-new episode We'll continuing the stories from all over, especially certain news stories. We're going to talk about entertainment again pretty soon. Um, And a lot of the conflicts about entertainment as well. All the radio shows are also being worked on as well. We are planning to do something called Triune pure which is in the works right now, but I haven't Finished up on a lot of the other parts that we need to make sure the thing works, right? I'm still looking at it There's a very huge possibility might be different from anything that I've done before But we'll see what happens and from there on in you never know what's going to take place. So, thank you for listening. This is Nova. Holler back. As we go beyond this earth, take care of yourselves. Things are going to get difficult. Make sure you wash your hands. We're going to get through this together, folks. We'll see you guys next week.